0: Hello and welcome to the mental health gaming podcast. Once again, I am Bradley and fresh from just a weekend of games, I've got nothing prepared in my head for some kind of crazy introduction. And that's because Stu's got it in my head. I'm blaming Stu, he's become a mentalist. Um and he, he's telling me what to do via mental communication. How are you doing, Stu?
1: Well, you probably already know because I'm telling you via the brainwaves. Yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah. Stu, Stu, Stu is the best. Yeah. He's wonderful. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Ace is the go. word I prefer, but yeah. Yes, and you're holding the five of diamonds.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: Although I am the king of hearts. So. Yes, that you are the king yeah. of my heart. Anyway. <laughs>
1: Excellent.
0: Um. So. I, I, is there a king of hearts yes there what's, what's that though? No, the king of king of spades is a reference to shovel knight possibly oh, king right. of cards King of i don't know it's a games reference stu what have you been playing
1: well i haven't been playing shovel knight although i did give it a go months maybe even years ago uh, i thought it was all right it's a bit too old school for me i like eight that kind of like oh we love the eight bit era oh I mean, yeah <laughs> nah to be honest. There's the odd thing that survived the 8-bit era that I like, but not a great many games, I have to say. And that's not to say they're not good, but it's just the things that I like about, um, particularly like platformers when you're thinking about Shovel Knight, really came into like their own with kind of Irem and Capcom in the late 80s. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so stuff like Strider, you know, obviously in Shinobi and um, when they started to hit the Mega Drive particularly, that's when uh, they kind of started you know, winning my affection over the likes of the horizontal shooters. But there are some good ones, but Shovel Knight wasn't really for me, although I'm not criticising it.
0: No, it's good. It's very hard, though, I found...
1: Yeah, that's the main thing, because I'm crap, so that's just no good for me, I'm sorry.
0: But enough of games we haven't played for a while, what about games we have played? (laughs)
1: Uh, It was still under the umbrella of actual games discussions, I'm letting myself off on that one, but... Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so yeah, no, I talked about the Saturn last week, and on Monday, before I started my new job, which I'm going to boast about in a bit, I... Came to a good few games before that. So I played, first off, well, I mean, I've been playing Street Fighter Zero 3 since I got it because I'm just obsessed with that game. And I've had a hiatus of about, core, eight or nine years probably since I last played it properly. Um, And on on the saturn, it's absolutely amazing and I've got a a fighting stick
0: for it. So yeah, just blasting through that. Before you go into that, my Street Fighter knowledge goes... The 100 different releases of Street Fighter 2. Yeah. Then Street Fighter 3 Alpha. Then a bunch of other Street Fighters I can't quite place in chronological order. Four and then five. What's Street Fighter 03? Where does that fit?
1: Well, I'm impressed you remembered the name because that's kind of weird as well. <laughs> but yeah, it was called Street Fighter Alpha 3 in the West. So it, right. from the Alpha series, it was the third one. Yeah. and um, Brilliant yeah. game that. It is absolutely amazing. The Saturn one never came out over in in power territories because they they were already winding up the Saturn at that point. It was towards the end of its life, and it needed the four megabyte RAM expansion. So they were like, "Yeah, nah, sod it." So it never came, which is a shame because it's really great and makes the PS one version that was released around the same time like a laughable joke. So uh, better than
0: Street Fighter Two in controversial opinion time
1: uh, is is it better than that um, no i know it is i oh, know you it know is. it is oh god yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i think so um i love it so loads of that and loads of well not loads of but i completed Batsugun as well i'm not sure if i'm pronouncing it right but it's a vertical shooter um not that great but i'm going to work my way through all of them so i wanted to Try it out. It's a vertical shooter, uh, very much in the sort of Raiden style. Mm. Old school, not bullet hell. Hellish enough, though, especially for me. I'm crap at vertical shooters. Um, But yeah, that was all right. Yeah, yeah, good blast. And it's got a a tape mode, i.e., you know, where you rotate it, although it's called Tarte. Ignore it. It's rotating the screen, so it's in (laughs) portrait rather than landscape. Uh, So, So that was good as well.
0: Tartan is um, something you get served at the end of um, a really nice fine french meal isn't it
1: that's exactly right yeah yeah you've, you've nailed it on the head there and uh yeah finally i played virtual cop with light because i got a dirt cheap crt not long ago and it's tiny it's a 10 inch screen uh so it's absolutely minuscule but god they're so big if you don't just get one that size yes. and i have not got the space for it so 10's fine and yeah, yeah, had a great go on Virtual Cop, which remains fantastic. It's it's I, great fun.
0: Based on was it last week's chat we spoke about light gun games or the week before? I, it was I, week am, before, yeah. I am so jealous. Um, we drew up in Liverpool in the beginning of August. I've ended July, beginning of August. One of the two. Um, I'm definitely because we're out of lockdown, and if you accept this, I'm coming around to play Virtual Cop. <laughs> i'll even pump 50ps into your slots stew
1: Ooh, it's quite a lot of space in there
0: so yeah that's good well it's it's been a lot it's been a year's worth of lockdown so you haven't had to pay in customers so
1: yeah 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 i was gonna say something really nasty about myself then but no, it's too filthy for this family show but um yeah (laughs) moving swiftly on
0: that jacop is absolutely wonderful
1: it is, it is. Yeah, it's a great game. And it's not even as good as Virtual Cop 2, which you have got to look forward to. Uh, and it's not as good as House of the Dead, which I also played. Which, which... is
0: getting a remake.
1: Yes, apparently so, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like pug ugly on the Saturn. Uh, it's, it runs at like sub 30 frames per second, but I still enjoyed it. It was just a great, yeah, great blast, as you yeah. would expect. Yeah, hey, so. pan-intended. Yeah. In totally intended yes. so, no i yeah.
0: did i really liked it. i was never good at it but i loved it yeah absolutely adored that game um, i was
1: super i you all as you know hear me criticize my gaming skills quite a lot <laughs> Like hmm. much more than i boast but i was awesome at light like, gun games like after about three goes three or four goes a lot of them i could one credit them i was just nice. like back in the day absolutely brilliant at them they were one of my fortes but uh i think the, them days is long gone now
0: the only light gun game i was ever any good at was point blank
1: that is so good
0: yeah. it is it's the only bit it was it, that's almost like the WarioWare of light gun games though isn't it so yeah
1: it is and that's why it's so good there you go nintendo
0: light gun wario wear game on the switch for the big screen get it done <laughs>
1: yeah never oh, gonna that, happen but it's a nice idea a very pleasant idea it
0: would be amazing they've made they a way wario wear for switch yet so you know they've they're, they're, you can take that one nintendo um I'll, I'll go down to um i'll go down to london and i'll have a word with old miyamoto yeah
1: good
0: old cockney miyamoto, miyamoto oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah i like your sweet. idea but yeah, no, Oh, I'm, I'm jealous. I'm feeling all nostalgic now. Um, and I forgot to tell you last week when you were talking about the Saturn a few years ago and I ended up getting rid of it in the end because I had to raise money for Lucas to play ice hockey. But I picked up best, yeah, I'm going to say the best bargain I've ever got at boot sale. We was nearing, I think, about halfway through our trek around the boot sale and I spotted a Saturn on the floor and was like, oh, see how much it wants. The old couple you know something good's going to happen when it's like an old couple that are selling video games. Yeah. Um, stuff. So I went in there, I saw it, I spied it, and I went, how much for the um, Saturn? I was like, does it does it work? And like, it, it looked nice, and it had the controllers there. And they said, oh, I don't know. We're selling it. Like my grandson or whatever it was, uh, well, my son, he moved out. It was his. Um, we're selling it. And I think I paid about a tenner for it i was like yeah i'll have that i'll have that for a tether. and they i've got it i'm packing it away it's the it's the um it's the console and it's the control it's got all the leads and i'm about to go they go oh and this comes with it this folder cd folder type thing cd sleeve folder yeah open it up about 50 60 whatever games just discs only in this folder all pristine condition I could not believe my luck. A tenner. There's Whoa. Panzer Dragoon, Sega Worldwide, Soccer, Virtual Cop was in there. They didn't have a light gun, unfortunately. Um yeah. and just like just so many classics were in there. I was just like blown away by it. ended up selling it for um, unfortunately not much money. Um, because I thought I I got I got some fun out of it. Didn't pay much money myself, so when I sold a whole bunch of stuff I let someone have it fairly cheap, but best boot sale bargain ever that one
1: whoa that is nice that is nice yeah. on on the subject of bargains but the other way around in a way um, I yeah I had a Saturn when it was out and I, I absolutely loved it and I, I knew about the kind of rarity and scarcity of the, the releases particularly at the end and I was walking through town I can't remember where I was coming from because I was at college by that point, I think, um, but I was walking through town and went into game, and they had two copies of, well, they had one copy each of, I think it was it was Shining Force 3 mm-hmm. and Panzer Dragoon Saga, and I was like, oh, I, I could go to the bank. They were like 30, I remember how much they were, they were 35 quid each, which these days is you know, quite expensive, but even then it was like I know that's a bargain for these things yeah Um. and I was like oh, shall I go and get my money get money out and come back and buy them I was like ah oh, no I'm coming this way tomorrow I'll, I'll just pick them up on the way back tomorrow and they were gone the next day because I'm an idiot so I yeah I don't think it was even Shining Force 3 it might even have been like deep fear it was something that ended up being really rare and stupidly expensive uh, and I missed out on them
0: that reminds me of a time I was in a game and there was this guy looking at a couple of Saturn games and arming and arming for ages and he put them down. I went, Oh, do you know what? I'm having them. <laughs> yeah. Strange that we've got similar stuff. No, I didn't. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, it was um it was a bummer, but you know, I, I managed to get Radiant Silver Gun and Vampire Saviour for Christmas at about fifty quid each. Um, so I made a significant uh a significant mm. amount on them two when they got sold.
0: So, uh, There needs to be a, um, a TV show about flipping video games. Yeah. There yeah. is for everything else, so, you know. Yeah. Jump on that bandwagon. Back to modern games. <laughs> I say modern. I've dipped my toe into a game called Vaporum, which is almost like an old-school dungeon crawler style adventure thing where you know you like you press forward you move forward like one square in a 3d world but you you then use the right stick to turn you don't sort of like it's not free fall movement yeah it's yeah. that kind of thing and um i've, I've dipped my toe it seems like it's like this horror setting like almost like this abandoned abandoned spaceship almost like the 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 nostromo nostromo yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. i had to think about myself for a second almost like that kind of setting i've only played a few minutes of it because my eyes started giving way a little bit but looks intriguing so far and I, i can't wait to go back so i'll talk about that more another time okay so just before you move on yeah if you can remember the name of the ship
1: in alien isolation you'll win massive bonus points
0: i can't remember
1: yeah fair play it's the sevastopol
0: fair enough um (laughs) i have to sometimes i've still got this feeling in the stroma i keep sometimes going is that the one in dead space it's not the one in dead space it can't be the one in dead space because that's something different but it it keeps it keeps making me go oh um yeah i can't remember what it is but it did help me with a question on a quiz show once oh yeah uh, because it was whatever the question was, which of these terms means like home or world or, or just something like that. And I recognised it and I went, that's the ship in dead space. And it was a giant ship. I know it's a th- giant ship. And that name sounds familiar to that. So maybe that's it. And it was, it was the right answer. I can't, I'm i going back a little while, but it was like, it's one of those where video games gave me the, the knowledge to answer a different question because video games are the best educational tool.
1: They are. That happens with me all the time. Although I can't remember the name of the ship in Dead Space, which is as no. a crime because I've, I've completed it, like, oh, God knows how many times because I adore that game.
0: Does that mean we might get Future Stew about now?
1: Hello, Future Stew here. Totally different guy from the stew you're listening to at the moment. He's a complete tool. But just to confirm, the name of the ship in Dead Space is the Ishimura. Ishimura, thank you. Oh, well, listen to that voice! Isn't Future stew, Future shoe lovely? Hey,
0: eh? I know. I was, ex- I was, I was expect, I was expecting him a couple of weeks ago. Actually, where we made loads of mistakes. I was going, Future Future going to be busy.
1: I know, <laughs> I know. I couldn't be bothered. <laughs> I am very lazy as an editor as well.
0: I don't mind. It, it means it's all more what what people hear is pretty much what we do. So there you go. Yeah, although we cut out the
1: racism and, and homophobia, obviously
0: misogyny, misogyny, and, and, yeah. Yeah, yeah, which I've got to talk about one day about um, Jim Jeffries. Uh, but yeah, no. Anyway, I also played um, a bit of Mortal Kombat Eleven on the Switch. Really good pulp. Um, have to say. It's one of my, It's actually the fighter I really like because you don't need to be good at fighters to enjoy Mortal Kombat. Um, which, yeah, yeah, it's good. Is that the one with Robocop? In it, it may well be. Um, I had some credit on the Switch and it's in the sale, really cheap. It's like eleven quid in the sale or something like that, and I had built up in like about fifteen quid in gold coins over the over the last year or so. Ah, I've been really good because mainly getting codes in, so and we've been gone since Edith got her Switch we've gone physical as well on most stuff so at Christmas there was a whole bunch of games we got like for hers which we got the uh, like the uh, the credit from from those as well the bonus credit so that all adds up it all adds up which is good well I wasn't going to bother
1: mentioning it but I was going to mention it next week but now that you've brought it up uh, I've just ordered a Switch as you remember I sold mine but as you know I'm now back in paid employment and I did a load of eBay sales. Yeah, I decided to get a Switch Lite. So that's coming tomorrow.
0: Excellent. What are you going to play on it first? Ghosts and Goblins Resurrection. Something nice and modern. Yep. Um, (laughs) But it's like, it'll eventually
1: come out on the PC, but I was like, yeah, now I'm having to get the bus to work. I want to be playing video
0: games, goddammit. Fez came out today as well, or yesterday on the Switch. What did, sorry? Fez fez oh that's a good game yeah um now i don't know if someone else has completely got the rights to that or oh, whether phil fish is dipping his toe back in the water i don't know but yeah no i've got, I've got I, i'd have the code for that one because i will play that so i can't wait to play that and then you uh, like
1: so i was just gonna say didn't you play it to death on the vita mm,
0: i did love that game really good and the other thing i've been playing is a bit more rogue heroes because i can finally i could finally now i've worked out that the switch actually has a built-in zoom function i could work out what the tutorial messages were Ah. so well done nintendo by the way for adding that feature in but i didn't realize it when we spoke about it the other week didn't realize it was already in there absolutely fantastic feature so that's brilliant but yeah a bit more rogue heroes really good game it's it's like a rogue like, but there's some heavy early Zelda influence in there. Um, I'm still, I'm not quite sure whether I'm enjoying it, enjoying it yet. But I'll, I'll again next week when I've played a bit more, I'll report back on that. But yeah, mainly just dipping of toes this week.
1: Yeah, no, slowly back into it. That's yeah, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I've, I'm not going to play any more rogue lights in 2021. Nope, I'm done for the year. I'm already up, up to my neck in. Boring, badly designed Poorly laid out Copy and paste Go around this same place on a loop For 50 hours Type games already I'm done
0: No, no loop hero for you then Hell no <laughs> I so... love those games yeah, I, I, mm. That and Tetris Roguelites and Tetris There needs to be a roguelike Tetris
1: Oh my god I'd kill myself I,
0: I wouldn't would. I'd kill you. Yeah, I'd I'd be in heaven, literally. You would. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's not really. I mean, obviously, you you will come to it in a sec. You've had a busy one, and I've kind of just my sight's been in and out. Um, so it's, it's it's getting so much better but not quite enough that I can sit and enjoy games yet which is so frustrating I'm so close and I thought I'd had the breakthrough last week and I didn't but I'm able to play them in short spurts so it's like yes I'm nearly close to being able to play video games properly
1: yeah it must be such a relief to know that you're
0: nearly there yes yes definitely <laughs> So, moving on. um, Right, just to clarify, it's a short uh, episode this week because Stu's gone and got himself a job. um, And apparently being paid money to live is more important than an hour or so a week with me. Yeah. So... Yeah, well, I'm just fundamentally
1: selfish like that, you know. (laughs) It's it's just the way I am. But, uh, yeah, so... Oh, man, it's been a crazy week. So we've had all sorts of trouble with with family illness nothing uh, touch wood and thank goodness that's turned out into anything you know life-changing but uh, I was touch and go for a bit but that's all okay now and the the car's packed up and it needs a specialist looking at it and that's not going to be till after the weekend and I started a new job I I got I got hired on the Friday afternoon I found out at about three o'clock and I started on Tuesday. They wanted me on Monday for handover, which is absolutely bananas. But it's been good. But it's it's entirely office based, which is really weird. It's so so strange going into an office. Like right, when I was before, I was made redundant from my last job, and COVID hit. We were working from home the entire time. There was absolutely no question about going into work. Yeah my new job they've had almost no time out of the office they've been there the whole time and it's partly because of the type of work that we do Um, but yeah going in and you have to like obviously you put your mask on you wear your mask all around the office except when you're at your desk the desks are two metres apart they've got a massive air filtration system in there because the MD was like absolutely adamant that you know people could come in and and do their work and stuff and loads of GDPR compliance and stuff like that so they can't just do it easily from home so a load of boring stuff but to get to say being in an office in that sort of situation is completely bananas and yeah and then i have to get the bus because i can't drive i was learning when covid hit and i haven't gone obviously you yeah, know haven't been back to lessons yet so the, the i get out of work and take off the mask breathe fresh air for about 15 minutes and then back on a, on a bus where I have to have a mask on for about an hour. And that's bizarre as well. So, yeah, it's it's taking some getting used to. Mm. It's all right, but, you know, uh, the work itself's good. And, you know, in a senior role, it's great. But, yeah, the whole COVID stuff, still nuts, man, still nuts.
0: Well, I'm going to put it to you, and I'm going full courtroom now. I'm going to put it to you that you're lying, Stu okay yeah and it's the timeline does this for me they needed you in quite quickly I get that yeah but I don't think it's office based because it's a senior role you say now a senior member of the royal family passed away last week Lizzie needs a new toy boy just saying just saying
1: (laughs) well the thing they match up don't they I can neither confirm nor deny that I'm staying shtum well uh, yeah. th-
0: what what do you think of the the British colonies the people who live on the British colonies what's your immediate thoughts about those Stu <laughs>
1: well I can't <laughs> tell you my immediate thoughts otherwise we'd be dragged off the air at least he said uh,
0: not again not again yeah, 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 yeah.
1: <laughs> she wanted someone woke she said yeah um, and she was going on about oof. some D getting some D I don't am, know
0: I, am I I allowed right? to say that Philip's certainly not woke anymore or yeah, is, you that, are. Or is yeah. that in poor taste can't libel the dead Well, it's the sort of thing he'd come out with, so I'm honouring him.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, I quite expect now to read about in the papers you having crashed into a bridge in France uh, (laughs) in about a week's time, you
0: know. Um, Joke's on them. I can't drive or go to France. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It would be
1: like Peckham or something. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Also, I'm not banging Dodi Alfayed either. Because that's necrophilia as well. So, yeah, this, is, this <laughs> turn is taking a dark turn.
1: Yeah, well, again, I'm not going to say anything because it like, may offend a good many us. You could do well. without
0: her in your ear tonight, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> She's very demanding. She'll have knackered me out by that point. So
0: But it's, um, well, we started back um like official football games uh for the kids, the under-14s, last weekend. And we had to do a minute silence. And I was like, oh, oh I don't want to... But if I try and stand up for myself, it's just going to cause arguments. So I kind of, yeah. And I kind of said, uh, I've got a bunch of kids in my team who, if Philip got his own way, probably wouldn't be playing football in this country, kind of oh, thing. God. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I, don't, I, can't, I don't want to force these kids to have to respect the racist. Um, so I kind of said to him, I said, look, it's up to you if you want to do it. I said, if you want to um, do something else, like take a knee for a cause or anything like that, or even dedicate your minute silence to DMX, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Do that instead. Uh, they're all a bunch of respectful kids anyway, and they did just stand there silently. Um, and yeah. But Fair
1: play. Yeah.
0: My dream happened, and I wanted this to happen before I got my sight back. We went 2-0 down and we won 3-2. And then the other coaches on the other team had to come to the realisation they lost to a blind coach.
1: (laughs) That's superb. Oh, that was so
0: good. Um, But I can't coach the next game because we are having to self-isolate because we went out yesterday for a cup of coffee and thought we'll try being normal for a bit. And then at about five o'clock this morning, notifications come through. We've got to isolate for nine more days. Oh man, yeah. So yeah, that that's back to normal.
1: Oh, sorry, that's um, awful. <laughs> yeah,
0: it yeah. Is, but it, it, it is what it is. But yeah, on, on like things are sort of getting a bit better for me as well. Eyes are gradually, gradually coming back more and more. And the first time I really noticed it was taking Edith to school on the Tuesday because. Two weeks before... Well, the week before Easter holidays, I took one. I couldn't do it. I couldn't see to get myself home properly, safely, without falling into gardens and stuff like that. Um, Hilarious. It is, yes, yes, funny. But managed it, and I'm walking about a lot easier than I was. And it's now... Whereas before, if I could barely see something, I went, yes, that's good. Whereas now... I'm kind of looking at like the TV or game or something like that, and if I can't see it sharply, I'm going off. Like it's all going wrong. Something's going wrong. Whereas clearly <laughs> it's getting better. So, but yeah, no, it's all it's all going in the right direction, which is good. And to be honest, I'm hoping ten days stuck at doors, indoors, where I can't go out and do things, might just help my eyes that little bit further.
1: Yeah, but and to go back to the coaching thing, you've got to next next time you play. Next time you play, next time you coach, you've got to like go to shake hands with the others and miss them completely. (laughs) Good game, good game. Just like shaking it, like fresh air. Oh, I didn't think. Gotta do it.
0: Or if we do lose, I can go and fist bump the other coach and miss and gut punch him.
1: Yeah,
0: in (laughs) anger. Yeah,
1: I punch one of his little squad in the face.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. Superb. There was an incident. Honestly, there was an incident in the game, and it's um, it really made me laugh. Um, and the reputation he's got at under 14s level already is there was an incident in the middle of the pitch where all I heard was why the other kids going oh no he's kicked out at him and I was like what happened they went oh, someone like and says, he stamped on him um, on his toe and the other ones kicked out and I went what Lucas kicked out after someone stamped him and they went. And all I heard from one by the other kids was, there's an incident involving Lucas. Of course Lucas started it. <laughs> I was like, Fair enough. Um, oh, but is. yeah. <laughs> um, but the one guy thing about being blind is he scored the winner in like literally two, three minutes from the end of the game. And from what I could understand from what kids were saying, the opposition was saying, parents were saying, it was almost like watching professional football with the way it built up and the finish he had. I was like, I'm gutted I couldn't see that. Oh,
1: man, there's um, nobody recording it or anything, no? Oh, no, I don't recall games. Oh,
0: um,
1: well, you're missing out there. Where would your tactics come from, pal? Hey, eh? Are you just making them up on the fly?
0: They're in my head. Years of watching. Years of watching. You're too I'm sophisticated no... for me. You're just. You yeah, yeah, I don't need iPads and notebooks and stuff. I just go get out there and do it the way I say. Nice. I, honestly, I'd could. i I'd be a better manager than like Mikel Arteta at Arsenal. Just, just, just pointing out.
1: Yeah. Oh, I. It's not a bad commute for you either, really, is it?
0: Uh, it's tough enough because getting from Chelmsford, I do. You know, that's the problem. Getting from Chelmsford to London is really expensive. Right. Um, so I don't know if I could afford to travel to go and take the Arsenal job. In all fairness.
1: Yeah, it's, it eats up all your wages. Yeah.
0: And the only other thing, I'm not allowed to talk about the other thing that came to me this week. I'll get, I'll get punched. Oh, okay. Um. Right. Sat there the other day, and again, this this is probably where I am ADHD. This will be the last thing I talk about today, so we, we can um, get going. But sat there the other day, and I just went, I reckon I am the fifth most famous, fourth most famous Brad in the world. Those sat in the car next to me, she looked at me, and she's gone. What? I went, I'm probably the fourth most famous Brad in the world. She's gone, what are you going on about? I went, right. So, there's Bradley Cooper. There's Bradley Wiggins. And there's Bradley from S Club 7. And then there's me. I went, name another Brad. <laughs> she sat there. Then she sat there for 30 seconds and went, don't know, pulled up a list on the internet and went, oh, yeah, Brad Pitt. Finally got <laughs> like, to Bradley Pitt, did you? <laughs> yeah. Uh, she went, Brad Marchand. He's an ice hockey player. Plays for the Bruins. You know his. I went, oh, yeah. Went for about through it. I, I still reckon... Because after names she was sad, they're okay in their field, but I never heard of them. She'd never heard of them, in all fairness. Whereas your name is on everyone's lips, isn't it? Well, I am also a former ice hockey player. Not me personally, but there's a former NHL hockey player called Brad Marsh. Ah. Um, But, because I argued with her, I actually have a degree of fame. Now, I'm not saying that I'm famous, but because there are people who are aware of me it's the same we used to people who are aware of us outside of our immediate personal circles people who listen to us who we don't know personally gives us a degree of fame right which i think is true and i could also add to that not that i'm more famous than you i'm going yeah i'm more famous but when i used to do the pucks across the pond podcast i had someone come up to me outside an ice hockey game and just go excuse me are you Bradley who does the Pucks Across the Pond podcast? Because your voice sounds familiar. I went, Yes, that is me. And he went, I love listening to your show. No idea who this person was. Oh, wow. Oh, that's cool. Fame. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not the fourth most famous Bradley, though. I, I'm I'm fair way. I'm a little bit down the list, but I reckon I could scrape top 10 if I really tried.
1: Well, I'm still impressed. I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Work on it, because obviously, you know, that's not good enough. But,
0: you know, yeah, good start. So my challenge to you Stu. Yes. And even to our listeners. Where do you place yourselves in the most famous people with your first name? That's a good challenge. That can if you want to do that one podcast at mentalhealthgaby.com sending your list where you think you come. podcast at mentalhealthgaby.com. Don't just look, you've got to think about like which of your names do you go through bam 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 before you run out of people with your first name? Um I feel sorry for anyone called John or Steve or something like that. You you've got a tough time, but I'd be interested.
1: Yeah. I was I was like um like Alexa. Hi, I've just turned on it. Everyone's Alexa devices. Um in that everyone knows the names, but not that many people have them, really, not comparatively. So they're the best kind of names, bro. Definitely. Minding your type
0: of names. Yes, well, Edith, I look at, because there's not many Ediths, so there's like, Edith... It's a lovely name. Uh, at the moment, but it's going to go the way of Adolf in a few years, just telling you that now. Well, so yeah, if anyone, we've If anyone's thinking of naming their kid Edith, uh, I'd be aware of that. Yeah. But there's Edith Bowman, the DJ. Edith P F. There's Edith from Portsmouth, who was the nursery woman. I can't remember what her surname oh, was peterborough that was it what was she called edith Edith Cavell. um and then that's who's that she was a famous nurse type person in peterborough
1: oh
0: okay but yeah yeah she she was quite famous but then i kind of got i can't really think of many more with edith so that's a good one and then but edith my edith will become the most famous when she becomes a serial killer
1: well, that's it. Yeah, yeah. What do you think is going to be a? Pre- oh, let's not go into preferred methods of murder. We'll find out, won't we? It'll be on the news. So.
0: Yeah. Well, um, I've got a like really weird celebrity crush, and I don't know if it counts as if she counts as celebrity. But where Lorraine loves watching the murder pool, they often have these experts on. Oh, please don't tell me that one. I don't love Rose West. <laughs> Behave. Um, they, but they have these experts on. And one of them, she, she appears on most of them. She's called Dr. Elizabeth Yardley. And I've got this really weird celebrity crush on her. And that's my new dream now, is that I will get to meet her because Edith will commit all the murders and she'll have to do like a, a forensic or, a, you know, a, a psychological assessment on her on one of these TV programs. And then I can be one of the talking heads that go, but she was just lovely. She was a lovely child. She didn't get angry or anything. We just don't know where the murdering could have come from. Um, and I'll get to meet my celebrity crush.
1: Yeah. you would be like, oh, I was devastated as a parent. And, you know, w- what are you doing after this?
0: Well, it depends. If she off's low, <laughs> then, yeah, it's open. But if she doesn't <laughs> off low, I'm not going to cheat. Come on. I've got some dignity.
1: I'm just looking at her now. Oh, she's
0: nice. Yeah. Yeah. But she's there, But she she, appears, she pops up on all of the murder porn programs. Yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, But that's a weird one to end on.
1: It is, but good enough.
0: Yeah, we kind of, people don't guess, we kind of threw this episode together a little bit um, because everyone's been busy.
1: As you've been able to tell by my edgy voice of still full of adrenaline from everything that's been going on, so
0: yeah. Hopefully a bit calmer for you over the next couple of weeks. I hope
1: so. I hope so. If not, I'll just take a bunch of drugs and then do the podcast, which, to be fair, you know, is what I normally do. So,
0: Yeah, well, with you being really busy, I suppose, for the next couple of weeks at least, while you settle down, it's down to me to play the games so we could have a gaming podcast with not much gameplay going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no,
1: uh, now that I'm getting the Switch, uh, I can put in at least an hour a day.
0: Commute. Yeah. Uh, lunch and stuff like that. Yeah, on the bus, lunch, when I'm supposed to be working, all that. (laughs) Not talking to your new colleagues, going, whoa, whoa, whoa. Tom Nook needs seeing too, thank you very much.
1: Yeah. Oh, that sounds disgusting. (laughs) Anyway.
0: That's probably the lightest thing we spoke about today, so there you go. Yeah, probably. Um, So I'm going to be quiet now, otherwise this will drag on, and I'm going to let you outro us, Stu, so off you go.
1: Um, Yeah, take care of yourselves, listen to all of our content, like and subscribe wherever possible. Give us some money on Patreon if you want to help out with our costs—not obviously to put money in our pocket because that never happen. but paying off the uh, the bailiffs of the internet world, you know, that'd be great. Coffee if you want to do a one-off, and other than that, take care, stay safe, and stay sane. Unlike me.
0: And don't have nightmares. Yeah, do sleep well. That's Crime Watch. But that that fits in because of Edith. Bye.
1: Bye.